Welcome to the Different Skill Notebook. My name is Anna and Selma, and I am your host. Our last few episodes have been focusing on cognitive flexibility, and this episode will continue to address this skill, this very important skill. We're going to be shifting a little bit to focusing more on us as parents and how important it is for us to be cognitively flexible. We're definitely living in a time where we're all dealing with a lot of changes that we are not leading. And this requires us to be a little more adaptable in order to be fruitful. But that's not always so easy. So today I'm going to cover how, as parents, we can sometimes cause undue stress on ourselves by being inflexible and perhaps bringing it to our to your and my awareness, this will help you to manage um, stress levels a little bit better. I want to cover quickly, if you're just joining us for the first time, the Different Skill Notebook is an equipping tool for the whole family on social emotional learning skills. So today I, I wanted to go over what cognitive flexibility is, just in case we have some first time listeners. And it's the mental ability to move from one situation to another or to switch between thinking about two different concepts, um, shifting your attention from one task to the other. So. Flexibility requires moving, shifting, switching. How easy is that for you? Um, I think I think we can all say that in this moment right now that we're living in this pandemic, it's pretty difficult for all of us because just when we seem to get a handle on one particular aspect of our life that's changed, it seems like there is more continual change coming every day. Like I speak to parents and it seems like with the online home learning, there seems to be new challenges every day that need to be tackled and unexpected changes to the schedule or new ideas or concepts that are being introduced. So it's definitely a time where continual change is being introduced to us. So it may be a little harder than not to be flexible all the time, but when we get stuck and we're not able to flex and perhaps put a pin in it and say, you know, postpone this and say, okay, I'm just going to embrace this um, at the moment for what it is, you can, your levels of stress can definitely tend to go higher and higher and higher. And I love this quote um, that I found as I was writing this article from Oprah Winfrey, and, and it says, the reason why you're always stressed is because you expect this moment to be something that it's not. You just stop and, it, and you accept this moment for what it is. Just breathe right now into the moment, and it takes the anxiety and the pressure away of wanting this moment to be something that it's not. So we're definitely living in a moment and in a time daily where things are not as we would prefer them to be. So we need to keep that at the forefront of our mind, but we also need to keep in mind that this can all be temporary. So my first strategy that I'm going to say is going to be helpful in helping you to be flexible is edit your expectations. And we all have expectations of our days, in particularly for our children and what our children should be, what should our children do. And sometimes we're a little rigid about how, when those expectations have to be met. I think I find that parents are continuously in this race or there's some kind of time race where their kids need to be um, or accomplish certain things in a certain time frame. So we can definitely impose 
those expectations on ourselves. And what, what would be helpful is to do a little editing and perhaps edit the expectation to meet your child's learning style. Maybe maybe the expectation you have for your child academically or socially is based on your personal experience or on how you did things as a child. And you know, we do have to look at our children as different individuals and they're not necessarily an extension of us. They're a completely different individual. So we want want to evaluate if we're placing the expectations that we had on ourselves based on our capabilities on our children. So adjust your expectation and edit to your child's learning style and learning abilities. Pace. Maybe you can go a little slower. Maybe you don't need to do everything you thought you needed to do today or your child's um, assignments all have to be done today. I think we're very unrealistic sometimes as to the pace that we ourselves can sustain or the pace that our child can sustain or postpone or change timing, maybe to a later date, maybe whatever you had in mind, whatever expectation you had just can't be done right now because we're in a pandemic, but maybe you can pin it for a later date. Partition, break up things break up big projects or big expectations into small expectations and to small bits and pieces that always makes things better i i'm very familiar with high expectations i think personally i was raised in a completely different world that my children my parents were cuban refugees and i was raised in a refugee community you know when i think back at my life i think everybody that i knew and i grew up around their parents were cuban refugees so the expectations that were placed on us were very different than the expectations that i have for my children and that's for obvious reasons they live in a different time in a different world and they have different tools and resources available to them that that i didn't so i'm very mindful of that i i've tried to keep the good things that I learned from my parents, um, such as survival skills and how to press on and perseverance and not giving up. And when things get hard, you just have to push on and press on. But I've also edited many of the expectations that were given to me because my children were not living in the same reality or in the same environment that I was as a child. So my my first strategy would be edit your expectation and examine your expectations and perhaps it's your expectations that are causing you undue stress or excessive stress and possibly being a barrier to your flexibility the next thing i would say is to unplug i mean we are so connected to technology and this time with our phones and i i i will admit i love my phones i love my podcasts i love my audio books i there's so many things that i do with my phone that are not necessarily work related but i think there is a lot to be said for unplugging completely unplug the tv unplug from watching tv from watching the news from all information and just experience some real life, something you can touch, something you can feel. Um, Something that I've been practicing a lot is leaving my phone in my bedroom during different times of the day and, and not checking it for half an hour to an hour. I will go sit outside for 30 minutes to just get some fresh air I'll take a brisk walk. I'll take my dog for a walk. Um, I'll start dinner early if I'm working from home. I'll cook together with the kids. We'll plan some meals. I just have a quick coffee break. Um, Sometimes I just sit still in silence for 10 to 15 minutes and just 
try to hear outside what's happening, but just the air conditioning really running, but just try to do my best to sit in silence for a bit and sit still. I can do some doodling. I, I can do some creative stuff. I love my garden. I, I garden rose. I have lots of roses and I go outside and clip my roses. And I always, if, if I'm really stiff or high strung, I journal and dump some of my thoughts onto paper for a later date, especially if I'm trying to do something that I can't seem to get the ducks in a row or unravel it. And then the third thing I'd say is play. I've always been a very driven person and very task oriented agenda driven. I always have a to-do list. I have one friend in particular that um, when I've gone to New York to visit him, he'll say, please make no lists when you go to the museum. Please don't make lists because I'm always making lists. And I've realized that lists are a way for me to process things. And it really, it's a stress releaser for me because I put it on the list and it kind of goes away. But then I've also learned the importance of play. And that's my third strategy that I'm going to be sharing with you. I don't think Well, I definitely don't think children are playing enough. I think our children are, for some reason, their agendas are as large as adult agendas. And I think that's why we have such a high level of anxiety and stress in adolescence now and even younger and younger in elementary years. Our kids are overbooked, overly connected to technology. So I would say play, play, uh, laughter releases endorphins. it bonds you with people. It helps us learn more about each other. And when I say play, it's um, one of the things that I've been doing is I listen to music. I dance on my own. I'll do an art and craft or I'll, I'll do something that I wanted to do in the house, which whether it was frame th- something or just make a certain component of my house beautiful, whether it's my gardening. But you can do a scavenger hunt with your kids. You can play hide and seek. I mean, how much fun is hide and seek? Um, And I go back to dance parties because we've been doing that very frequently, just having, um, playing some music and dancing just to, to just get some movement in. I also go in my car and I play the music and I just go for a short drive. Um, It's so important to also just um, do fun things with your kids and just play. Like if you're a child, there's so much to say about going back and being silly like a child. And we're awfully just too serious sometimes. And this, this really, the seriousness, the agenda driven mindsets really emphasize rigidity. And if we're gonna be flexible, we need to play a little more. Well, I hope that this, um, these three strategies have been helpful. You can visit our website, um, socialmindcenter.com. We have a parent connection section and the different skill notebook has several articles where you can read more about this topic. And there are several um, articles on cognitive flexibility and there's definitely one called flex or stress. Thank you for listening. And I hope that you will continue to join us and give us your feedback on our episodes. Thank you very much. Thank you.